Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. for the letters and messages. They mean a lot. They do. I will read some something next time. Haven't had an opportunity to uh, ask for permission to read anything on the show, which I like to do before I read anything, but um, got some really good stuff last few days. And uh, I'll share it with you when I can. But anyways, grateful to be sober. Got to start with that. I will forewarn you, the birds today are probably going to be loud. They're very happy. They've been replenished with their food. And it's like, looks like the parking lot of a young people's meeting out there. If you've ever gone to one of those bustling meetings, then that was funny to you. If not, it's okay. Um, But I'm grateful that I'm sober. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. The power does not come from me. I was uh, having a conversation today with a couple people out having coffee friend of ours had uh, relapsed and we got into a good conversation about you know not compartmentalizing our sobriety in other words and I've talked about this in the show but uh, you know I have my work over here, I have my relationship here, I have my sobriety over here. And it's not like that for me. I'm grateful for that. It's all sobriety. Everything I do, I gotta be looking at through the lens of recovery. Where is where is God's will? In this, as I understand God. Anyways. No vacations, no breaks, no 
section of my life where this is not relevant. It's always relevant. Anytime I am, anytime I have something ahead of my recovery, I literally imagine myself working on a car that's going to be impounded. I literally imagine it. I visualize me under a car, all greasy, working on a car that is going to be impounded. I've learned this in sobriety. I've put things ahead of my sobriety. I put things ahead of my recovery. And uh, everything I have ever put in front of my recovery, I've lost. So, and I've seen it. Anyways, I'm just grateful to be here, man. It's good. It's good. Today I'm drinking uh, red rubios tea. In case anyone's keeping track. I know a lot of people write to me about the tea that I drink. Just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm going to be on uh, Sober Gratitudes podcast. I think that's going to be on the 22nd of January. And uh, as I record this, it is the 21st. So go to SoberGratitudes.com, get information about that. And uh, today, um, oh yeah, I wanted to tell you, if this is helping you, if this podcast is benefiting you, um, share it with someone. Tell someone about it, please. And uh, I'm always open to topics that you guys want to talk about. Because I will really think about what I'm going to talk about on the show before I do it. So, anyways, I know what I'm going to talk about today. Today, I am going to talk about the expression of love. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to talk about how this is related to recovery in my life. So, when I was... Sober for, I guess, about seven years, six years, seven years. I had a best friend with whom I went to preschool, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, all the way through high school. Waited around for me while I was drinking. Reemerged when I got clean, sober. A real friend. Try to help me when I was drinking. And, uh, he was a police officer. And, uh, his wife was a police officer. And I sang at their wedding. And then I really didn't talk to him for about six months. And then one day I got a phone call that he killed himself. 
and that was the first time that I had lost someone that was really close to me. And what I was thinking at his wake was all these people were saying these incredible things about him. He's an incredible guy. Was that he probably didn't know most of what was being said about him. He, um, you know, when people are alive, we don't we withhold our love. And then once they die, we're we kind of, it's like we're free to express it or something. Now they're not here. So I'm going to tell you how important this person was in my life and my favorite things about them. And why we don't do that while we're alive, I do not understand. But um, anyways, from this painful experience that I was going through, I thought I could do one or two things with this. I could make this about me. Or I could use the principles that I'm trying to practice in Alcoholics Anonymous to somehow transform this experience into something that benefits someone else. Learn to do that with my life. And the worst parts about my life are I was able to, with God, transform and use those experiences to help other people. So how can I do that with this? How can I do that with the loss of my best friend? And uh, so what I emerged with was really the idea that I just need to celebrate people who are here now. Much more, much more often. We're changing all the time. For some reason, I mean, you're different right now than you were last time you were listening. Things have happened. I'm different. Things have happened. Reassessing things, going through changes, trying to grow. And, uh, but sometimes in my mind, it's like, well, I don't need to say I love you to him. I already said it on last month. I already said it, so he's still he's still the same as he was in December, so I don't have to say anything to him. And I stopped doing that. Now I will I will uh if it's genuine I will express it. And I've talked about this in the show before. But it's worth talking about more. I know right now that there are people that would love to hear you say, I love you. Just so you know. You mean a lot to me. I can see you. I notice you. You matter. I mean... Who doesn't need that? Well, I already, I already said it. I already told him. I already told him yesterday. I already told him this earlier. 
I'll have to say it again. Okay. I can't find an unselfish reason to not uh, express that stuff. And you know, I'm talking about expressing it with words. But uh, I know that you should use words as a last resort. Love is a ber- uh, is a verb. It's an action. I believe that. But words are nice too. And I just, I'm so much more aware of how precious life is. Tomorrow is not promised. The amount of loving stuff we put off, it's crazy to me. Well, I don't have to say that today. I'll say it another time, okay? When my friend um, killed himself, I uh, really started to get in touch with this idea that uh, tomorrow is not promised. It's just not. And how is this related to recovery? Because to do this requires thinking of someone else. That's how. Our big book says, above everything, above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of our selfishness. Above everything. We can't mostly be concerned with ourselves. So, above everything, I have to... Start steering my ship towards thinking more of other people. Above everything. So any opportunity I can see where it's clear this is selfish and this is not. I try to train myself and to practice this. The help of God as I understand God. Once I can see that's something selfish, then there's action to take. And I can see that Withholding love um, in the context that I'm talking about it is selfish. I don't mean with an ex. I don't. I don't mean with someone that you're going to cause harm. I don't mean when your motives are all fucked up. I don't mean that. I mean. I mean when your motives are crystal clear. I know there's people who would love to hear it. And sometimes when I'm struggling with something or someone does something and hurts me and one of the things that I do is I go out of my way to send a bunch of love out into the world. <laughs> if that makes sense. Something will happen and I our book tells us what to do and and uh, I try to do that but also 
you know, as part of turning our attention to someone else that we can help. Sometimes I'll just make some calls, send some texts. Just letting you know that I'm thinking of you. The first thing I'll do is I'll I'll just pray and I'll just think of all the people in my life that are amazing and I'll think about how hard life is, how challenging it is, how often people feel alone, how often people are doing something that's thankless, how often people are in pain, battling something, struggling with something. I'll think about those things, and then I'll think about I'll pray and I'll say, how can I brighten someone's day? Just show me how. I'll try and do that. And uh, I think it's important. It's important for me. Because when I was new and they said, you know, get rid of your selfishness, get get out of self, it seemed... That's, there's a lot there. I didn't know what that meant. Thought that, didn't think I was selfish. So, weren't really talking to me. Not selfish. And, you know, time goes by, you start doing steps, you start (laughs) doing the work, and all of a sudden, it's like, Oh my God. There's a sliver of the day where I'm not selfish. I gotta. I gotta try to change that now. So. Um, a lot of this does go back to. You know, the things. The things. The understanding that I have now. That I've that set me free at two and a half years of sobriety. The understanding of what's the difference between your alcoholism and your assholeism, you know? I do I do not believe that I'm my selfish thoughts are my alcoholism. And you can disagree. And that's okay. I don't believe that's what the big book says, and I don't believe it's true. I know a lot of non alcoholics who have the same Demons, mentally, unrelated. They don't drink, but everyone's selfish. So, understanding that made a big difference. Believing that made a big difference in my ability and willingness to grow, change, seek unselfish constructive action and uh, you know just thinking about it I have told the long and short of my story is I have told a lot of people with my actions and with my words that I love them as a direct result of my friend taking his life 
And that's what I try to do with whatever happens to me now. How can this be transformed into something that's useful to God and the people around me? So I wanted to put that out there today. Think about everyone in your life. This is some experience, strength, and hope that I'm sharing with you. The big book does not give us any room to mope. It's just not there. Resolutely turn our attention to someone we can help. Constant thought of others. Above everything, we had to get rid of the selfishness. There's just no room. So, something that I continue to uh, strive for every day. I don't want to be optimistic. I don't want to be cynical. I don't want to be part of the problem. I don't want to make the world worse. I don't want to complain all day. I don't want to make people's lives harder. I'm lucky to be here. Period. be really easy to to say fuck it I always think of uh, Bill in the Mayflower Hotel whenever I'm tempted to say that if he had said that then I would I'd be dead I know that so, you know, when I go out into the world and about my day, I'm trying to improve it for the people around me. God's my employer now. And, uh, my head used to be really loud, my head used to talk a lot. I used to think I was certifiable. My brain wouldn't shut up. It was loud. And I have to tell you, just to really simplify this, the steps really changed that for me. The steps really, really quieted my skull a lot. It's much quieter now. Usually it's very quiet. Anyway, so just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. Someone needs to hear it. Someone needs to hear that they're awesome, that they matter, that they mean something, that you love them. Don't you think? 
If you're listening to this and you're thinking, no, not me. This doesn't apply to me. Okay. No. There's no way you could be thinking that. There's got to be someone. I think it's it for the day. I was thinking about mixing up the music a little bit. I got some other possible intros to the show. Thinking about trying. Got some good ones. I'm kicking it around for a while here. I might do it soon. We'll see. I'm not sure. Anyways, neither here nor there. My tea is just about empty. I'm just about done with it. The birds were much quieter than I thought they were going to be. It's almost like they heard me and then they just went away. It's weird. I think they were offended by my joke. If they were offended, it's not because they're alcoholic. All right. I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.